Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about riding structure. And I'm actually not going to be the one giving you the information. I have a special guest today, Clay Elliott from Driven MX. He's going to share some information with you. He's a riding coach um, between my business and their business. We work together on helping develop athletes. So uh, without further ado, Clay is going to take it from here. Hey guys, my name is Clay Elliott. Just like uh, Joel mentioned, I am with Driven MX Training. Uh, today we are going to talk about some on-the-bike training tips, uh, how to link your on-bike training with that off-bike training. Um, also want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, our relationship with Joel and how we are combining and partnering up together uh, for the future so we can provide the best training resources for on-the-bike and off the bike with his uh, gym coaching advice. Uh, also, we want to talk about what the future holds, um, kind of our past with uh, my coaching experience and my partner Jason's uh, coaching experience. And so without further ado, let's dive into it. All right, so let's talk about the history real quick of Driven MX so that way you guys have an understanding of what we have done. Um, Driven MX was created back in 2015. Um, we started out as a professional arena cross team, uh, basically just providing uh, an avenue for riders to earn their Supercross license when there was the Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross uh, in that Amsoil Arena Cross series. So we operated as a race team for about two years. Um, we actually had a lot of quick success, uh, finished third overall two years in a row in the West Coast, um, multiple race wins, um, handful of podiums. Uh, decent amount of top fives and i think we had over 20 or 30 top tens as well so pretty good success right off the bat for a beginning race team and that was what started driven mx um then myself i i raced arena cross uh, my partner jason raced arena cross so we have a big arena cross background and jason mcconnell who's my partner he's still uh he still races professionally he just selects you know two three pro nationals to go to so he's still actively working out and training kids and racing all at the same time. So that's pretty cool. Um, but the race team ended up closing when Fell decided to switch their focus to the Supercross Future events. So that really just halted arena cross racing for that one year. Um, so that was the end of us. In 2018, we decided that we were going to change our, our focus on training. Uh, we did that mainly because the handful of guys that we had multiple years doing arena cross i was training them we were doing workouts together uh we were doing diets and we're living on the road so it's not like they were the best so but you really got a real life experience of what riders have to go through to perform on the weekends so after doing that for a few years i felt with my background in racing the coaching that i received growing up and the few years of coaching and being a team owner, um, I had some knowledge that I wanted to pass down and I loved working with kids and, and helping riders reach their goals. So that's kind of the history of Driven MX. And now let's uh, let's talk about coaching. So coaching to me, it's, it's a big pet peeve of mine. I look at all these other sports and you guys that listen to Joel's podcast, you've heard him say it a bunch too. It's so weird to us that 
motocross athletes don't have a coach. Um, they don't do it similarly to the stick and ball sports. Um, you look at, at a, let's call it a little league baseball player. Um, they'll, they'll play for their school, right? And that's easy. They, they have a head coach. They might have an assistant coach, maybe even a batting coach. Um, but if they really are doing ex- exceptional, they might even go out to hire their own private coach, go to a private facility, and gain that extra coaching. And that is extremely normal, and nobody in that world questions that. Um, uh, we see it all the time for Moto. They just they don't look at it as they need a coach. They just want to go out and ride their dirt bike and have fun, which is perfectly fine. But riding dirt bikes is still very dangerous. And what we really want to get across is the importance of having a coach isn't necessarily just to get you that best result on the weekend. It's to make you a smarter, safer rider um, in return that will turn into speed. So if you're looking to you know, get better results, um, get faster on a bike, we can provide that as well. But overall, we want to get change that attitude um, and make sure that every single person that's riding a dirt bike has a coach, somebody that they can look towards, um, have a mentorship from, and ask questions to. So that's uh, that's really what we want to provide to our riders. Our phones are open at all times to answer questions, even if it's you're out of race and we aren't there. It's call us, let us know what you're what you're struggling with. That's that's why we're coaches. That's why we're here. Um, so now let's talk about uh, combining combining that on the bike training with off bike training. So on the bike, this is another big issue that, that I see is riders will all the time say that they, they want to get better, right? They want to, they want to see a difference in their results. Well, they'll show up at that practice track with their group of buddies and they'll all park together and they hang out and it's more of a social event, but they all talk about wanting to get better, wanting to get better, wanting to get better. But they don't put in the work when they show up at the practice track. They see all their buddies that they've grown up with riding. They end up just, you know, you call them insta-bangers and everything like that. They just, they'll hit the same turn over and over just for a picture. So they can throw it up on Instagram or, or whatever it is. They don't actually show up at the track with a piece of paper or a program on their phone that says, Hey, Clay, I need to do uh, five sprint laps. Uh, with a five-minute break, and then I need to do five more sprint laps, and I need to repeat this two, three times, and then at the end of the day, I need to finish it with a moto or whatever the case is. They just show up at the track and will randomly put in laps. There's no structure. So without structure, you're never going to be able to see that difference um, in your skills. You're just going to keep practicing the same habits, um, you're not going to work on your speed because you're just you're just simply riding at that point. You're just building endurance. Uh, you're just you're you're not getting anything out of your riding. So you're wasting your money, your gas, everything like that. Um, you're wear and tear on your bike. It's it's not the proper way to train or see dividends in your work. Uh, one thing that Joel, um, uh, myself, and Jason are working on is combining your riding and gym training. So if we do technique day, 
Um, that's kind of like your your low your low work f- effort that day because your your speeds are slower. You're working on your maybe it's you're you're on the balls of your feet with your toes in. You're keeping those knees back when you're standing up. You're rolling those knuckles forward instead of being knuckle up, which you know instantly makes your elbows go down. So maybe you're doing one of those technique days. You're doing a bunch of figure eights, circle drills, and stuff like that. Um, we want to provide you with those lap counts, uh, how long you should be doing that, how many days a week you should be doing that stuff with sprints and with motos. And and a moto isn't necessarily just let's go out there and ride our dirt bike as fast as we can for 30 minutes. It, it might be let's do three laps at 80% and then let's sprint for one lap and then let's ride at 80% for three more laps and then sprint again. There's so many different programs out there that get you the results to what your goal is and that's having a structure and the same thing rolls over to the gym side which is Joel's job so Joel then looks at what we do on the bike and then goes okay well I'll use an example we have um, a rider named Micah who works both with myself and Jason and works with Joel Joel will contact us and go Hey, what's what's Micah's schedule looking like this week? What is he doing? Is he doing sprints? Is he doing motos? Is he technique days? Does he have a big racing race coming up that he's getting ready for? I answer those questions accordingly, and then he will build a structure around his riding schedule. And then we are able to co- collab and put those two structures together. That way that rider has enough energy to compete on race day, but yet have enough energy for his high load days and have time to recover. So that's the big thing that we want to get across here is you guys have to have a plan. You have to have structure when you're training, not just on the bike, in the gym. You also need to balance that recovery and your diet. So that's our biggest thing that we really, really want to get across is having a plan and having a structure. All right. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. So now let's uh, let's keep this moving forward. Let's let's move on to the next subject, which is uh, the future. So what the future holds for uh, Jason and I at Driven MX is currently we have um, multiple properties that we lease um, that we're able to provide Tuesday and Wednesday night training, um, which is our group training. Um, that's our technique nights. So what we just were discussing about having a structure if you are a rider that rides a a 50cc bike up to an 85cc bike tuesday nights are are your technique nights with us we really focus on that technique your riding form uh, making sure that you know how to ride safely and properly so you can increase those speeds at a safer rate you're not gonna injury um, risk goes way down um, but your speeds are able to increase as well um, then your advanced mini riders and big bikes are on Wednesday nights. So that's a perfect way for us to keep in, to- keep in touch with our riders, make sure their technique is on point every single week. Um, and then from that point, we offer daily training uh, Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. Uh, just depends on if we have big camps or if there's a race going on, if we're available or not. But we offer daily, private, whatever the case is. And on those sessions, we will really look at uh, who the rider is, what their goals are, and what they need. 
And as long as they have their technique days dialed in and they're coming on those technique night nights with us, or they're able to do it on their own, they have a private track. Um, those days, that's when we really focus on our sprint work, our motos, um, our endurance, and, and we work on exactly what that rider needs. Um, and then we provide them a structure. Exactly what we just went over in that last section was we provide them that balance of what they need to do each week. So then that way they can maximize their results. So uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Um, the last thing that I really want to touch on is just the overall importance of we have to combine our gym work with our riding and training. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this was my first time doing a podcast. So definitely give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought. And hopefully we'll, we'll see you guys at the races soon. Have fun, good luck, and ride safe. Lastly, stay driven.